0: All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and future titan today, all the way from Michigan, John Wentworth. John, thanks so much. It's an absolute honor and a pleasure to have you on the show today.
1: Well, thank you so much, Greg. It is an
0: honor. Uh did you say this is live? This is live, everybody. <laughs> it's out there. Any sneezes or mistakes, it's out for the world. So don't say sneeze. Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: Hey <laughs> okay, man, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, it's been a pleasure to get to know you a little bit before we start. You're
0: awesome. Thanks, John. Yeah, and seriously, it was just wonderful just for us to connect a little bit. Like you said before we went live out here. But I can't wait to dive into the series of questions. Really just share your story, tools, tactics, and thought process from one of the best and brightest in the real estate world. So without further ado, John, if you're ready, let's just jump in.
1: Let's rock and roll, man, I appreciate it again and uh, just happy to share and uh, you know, like we said before, uh, it uh, might be popular or
0: unpopular, but it's gonna be the truth and from the heart. So Uh, That's the best and that is popular in my mind and the Titan nation, I know it. So let's go into, um, I guess the first question, telling everybody a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh man, Um, I am uh, uneducated. Um, I don't I don't uh, I don't read well Um, I don't spell but I can Mm. sell Um, I'm just a man that is uh, uh, rooted in my faith Uh, not always as much as I want to be uh, but it's certainly important to me Uh, I'm uh, someone that is high um, my high-level IQ is emotion Uh, I understand people and people really motivate me and so uh, you know uh, selling a lot of real estate is great but I just love people and I love the opportunity to provide a platform for for people to grow personally and professionally
0: Wow and and again that tells everybody getting to know John a little bit here which is the the important part now I know that there's a lot of uh, people who are watching or listening to this right now they they want to know the background so I guess John, could you talk about your career path and and you know what got you into real estate in the first place why and and what brought you to where you are to today
1: well um it, it's a it's an interesting story. I will say this. I went from hockey to horses to homes okay. uh-huh. and a lot of people don't know that right so <laughs> (laughs) I've always been, uh, growing up, very passionate about athletics in general. Mm. Um, I kind of honed in on hockey. That was my sport. I was a goalie. Uh, I had big aspirations. Uh, I also had a a childhood that squashed a lot of my dreams um, Mm. from from a parenting level. Mm. And uh, and so I I just always followed what I was passionate about. And one day, our hockey team went to the racetrack, the horse track, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. Screw (laughs) hockey. I want to do that. And within a short time, I was uh, cleaning stalls for a gentleman. It was ironic because, you know, you know, God puts things in our path Hmm. and sometimes we see them and sometimes we don't. And when we're open to them and when we're looking for them, we see them. But uh, somebody that I knew from school knew the track announcer at the specific racetrack here in Michigan.
0: Wow. And
1: that announcer had a horse with a trainer. And so through that connection, I ended up cleaning stalls. And then I went on a 15-year um, run of owning, training, driving standard bred horses that took me all over the country, including living in Quebec. Wow. Yeah. And, and then from there, I, uh, you know, I, was, I grew homesick, quite honestly. Um, hmm. I had a son at home. I just got tired of going back and forth from Ottawa, essentially, to uh, back, back home here in Michigan. And okay. I threw in the towel one day. I said, I'm just done.
0: Wow. And
1: started flipping houses. Hmm. Which is super ironic because I don't even own a screwdriver to this day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have any skills in that stuff. Oh, John, um, I love it. But I had connections, right? And so I started doing that. And then as I started, you know, as these homes started to sell, I thought, well, geez, I think I can do this. And I think I can do it uh, at a different, I don't want to say better because some of the people we worked with did a fine job. But okay. I felt like there was so much missing uh, inside of the industry. And I felt like, or I knew actually, that I could bring that. Uh, to the industry. And so that's kind of where it all began. I got my license while the market was in a downturn Hmm. and uh, the rest is history, as I said.
0: Unbelievable. And again, going through that process, as you said, you know, kind of uh, hockey and horses and then houses. I mean, that's, that's absolutely incredible. And going through and and to paint that picture for everybody is is, is absolutely incredible. I want to dive um, a little bit deeper into your business and your structure too, because I mean, what you're doing and what you have done is just absolutely incredible. I mean, last year, I think it was over 128 million in production and you're nationally ranked, um, you know, and obviously locally ranked through Michigan, uh, number seven in Michigan. And as is that as a team production or, or what, What is team that produ- Yeah. Okay. Team production. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Team production, number seven in, in Michigan and like 178 across the United States. I mean, that's, that's huge, John, that's, that's some big stuff.
1: It is. It's humbling to hear you say it, honestly, you know, and, and as you say it, all I think about are all the people inside of our business, you know, inside wow. of our organization. Um, you know, we have staff that's been with us since day one. Uh, Stacy, uh, shout out Stacy. Uh, mm. She's been with us 10 years, broke nine years. Uh, wow. And I think back at that and, and you know, um, it's just a blessing to have those type of people in your life for that long. Um, and you know, and here we are right at today going through these, these uncertain times right now, uh, right. but knowing that they have security, uh, in who we are as a brand and who we are as people that everything's going to be fine. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be fine.
0: Right, and again, I think that's a huge reflection on yourself and your character. I mean, bringing it about the team and everybody that's around you. I think that those the best leaders and the the best producers they really focus on those things. And um, we were speaking a little bit earlier just about the video that you posted up today, and you know, gosh, what what a wonderful message and and true leadership out there, not just to your local markets but the real estate industry. So, if you guys haven't seen John's video that he put up about uh, you know open house things that take a look at that, please. It's on his newsfeed. Um, you know, it's definitely, definitely just amazing stuff that you're putting out there, John, but. Um, well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I mean,
1: tough decision to make. And, you know, at the same time, um, I think it was the right decision. And, and a lot of times the right decisions are the tough ones.
0: Well said. Truly well said. And you know, again, this is, this is uncertain times as you said, but you know, we, we want to talk about the positives and, and moving and pivoting and not pausing our businesses. And again, learning from the best and brightest minds, which is why you're here, John. So again, thank you so much. I want to, um, I want to shift gears to dive a little deeper into you as a person. And this next question, uh, is the why question. So John, what motivates you to do what you do getting out of bed every day and doing it to the level that you do it at? What's your why?
1: Um, you know, Greg, honestly, I, I, I I will share this very openly. You know, as we began to talk, I felt very connected to you. I can tell that you're a great person. Somebody likewise has a great integrity leads with your heart. Um, and so you might get me a little bit deeper than somebody else would today. All Um, right. But my why, you know, I think that that's a a little bit too cliche. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, it, when we talk about this why, people then end up searching for their why instead of freaking going and working. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I'm passionate about doing everything that I can do to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. And, and that was, that served me well, you know, and I think that right. would serve anybody well because frankly, selling homes, it's not hard, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you have work ethic and, and the ability to connect with people, selling homes isn't hard because there is no trick to it. Hmm. Uh, It's just showing up every day and doing the work, but I think doing it from your heart as opposed to chasing a commission. Uh, And and I think, you know, right now a lot of that's being exposed inside Mm -hmm. of our industry, unfortunately. Um, And and so I don't really have a huge why other Mm -hmm. than to be the best that I can be at whatever the heck I'm doing. Right. If that's raising horses, you know, I've never touched a horse in my life. And Mm -hmm. within seven, eight, nine years, I was one of the leading drivers and trainers in North America. Now that doesn't make me great, It just shows you that, man, if you put passion behind, like I told you earlier, I don't read well, Mm -hmm. I don't read well, I I try, but I just don't retain it. Um, But I read a book this damn big about training horses because I was passionate about it. Wow. Right. And I I think that is the biggest thing is you've got to follow, I don't know about your dreams, follow Mm -hmm. what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Uh, And instead of trying to find your why, just what is your right now?
0: Hmm.
1: right now and pour yourself into that. So that served me well, man. Just working my tail off.
0: Yeah. And John, to... no, 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 you're, you're totally good. And you can, if it comes out, it comes out. But, uh, John, I, I think that that's a, a beautiful example of, of you speaking to the cliche. I know that that is thrown around quite a bit. What's your why what's going on. And, and I agree with you, you know, really being motivated to being the best version of yourself. And in turn, There is a big why on top of that though, John, I'm kind of reading into it and I'm not putting words in your mouth. the, The thought process is, is you being the best version of yourself and working hard consistently and doing it to the highest of standards. You're affecting everybody in your life. You're affecting everybody in your world. You're talking about your team. You're talking about your family. You're talking about your clients and your community. You doing what you're doing, lack of a why is still a really big why in my opinion. So I just, that that speaks for itself. Well, I
1: appreciate I appreciate that, and I do. I think that showing up every day is super important.
0: Yeah. You know, uh,
1: every day isn't going to be the greatest day of your life, uh, but you get to choose uh, to wake up the next day and go try to make the next day the best day of your life. And so, uh, you know, it's just uh, there's nothing wrong with creating a why. Sure, right? sure. I just uh, so many people have done it, and it doesn't get them out of bed.
0: Right. Don't use that as an excuse if you haven't found it. Just go and do the work. Find your passion and the rest will work itself out. Whatever's yeah.
1: in front of you right now, pour yourself into it. And mm-hmm. you will and it will be fruitful, whatever it is. Uh,
0: uh. and if
1: you don't love it, you're not gonna pour yourself into it and you're gonna suck at it. So yeah. <laughs> find out what you love. You know, I think that's the biggest, you know. I mean, this a lot of this Gary D talk, and I'm not trying to bring Gary V or talk down but you know, right. there is something to be said for, you know. I mean, I was told my whole life that I was going to work at GM at general mm. motors, mm. right. Cause that's what people in our city did I'm like, sure. I don't want to do that shit. I don't want to work in that thing. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it, man. I mean, no. it just wasn't for me. It was like trying to send me to school. That wasn't mm. great for me either. Right. Um, but I just, uh, Again, man, you just gotta be passionate about mm-hmm. what you do. And then even then passion isn't enough. You've got to show up and do the work and you gotta do it to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think too many times people are looking, especially now, you know, this word of entrepreneurship and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and people are looking for this quick fix. Sure. And uh, and I think a lot of that though honestly comes from and, and, and I was guilty of it. So I can say this. I okay. pulled a friggin' horse trailer with a Cadillac Escalade that I couldn't even <laughs> friggin' afford right? Sure. I didn't, because I didn't have this, right? Because I didn't have this foundation in my life uh, to know that no matter what I do, as long as I'm serving the Lord, everything's going to be fine. It's like making that decision today about mm. the old houses, right? Right. It was the right decision to make plain and mm. simple.
0: Wow. John. And, and again, if anybody's watching or listening that just by itself would have completed an episode that wow. is huge information already, but we still got a lot more to go through, John, but I agree with everything that you're saying. And I think those foundations are super important. On that similar vein, because this next question is a crowd pleaser out for everybody who's watching or listening in the Titan Nation, they want to learn from the best of the best, from the Titans specifically. So uh, if you could look back at your career thus far, John, and pick or choose one or two things you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, you really saw that change, that jump. What's that look like for you? Well,
1: I would not res- resort to one or two or three specific tools. Sure. I, would, I would go back to picking one, hmm. creating the best system you can around it, right? Applying some common sense. I mean, most of the things that we hear, the tools, the tricks, there really aren't any tricks, but the tools, right. um, you know, whether it's a lead source, whether it's an open house, whether it's farming. I mean, there's so many different things. Right. Um, but, but I would say just take one. Create a system that makes it as close to foolproof as possible. Mm. Implement it and stay on top of it. And don't start the second one until you've got the first one dialed in. Mm. And I think if people just, because right now it's shiny object, right? Sure. This and this and this and this and this. Um, I spoke in New Orleans and I might have put my foot in my mouth and actually called and apologized to this person. And, uh, 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 you know, someone had been on stage earlier and talked about, you've got to have 15 different lead sources. And I'm like, screw that, man. Wow. Just have mm. Three. Like have three, but be totally dialed into them Mm -hmm. Uh, because truly three is enough. Um, Now that doesn't mean that you don't look to build the fourth and the fifth, but I think so often people are just, uh, they're they're one looking for what's the one thing that's going to put me over the top and there is no one
0: thing. Right. Well said.
1: And even if there were the the one thing and you didn't create a system around it to service what that was, then that won't take you there either. So,
0: um,
1: so looking back, you know, I digress a little bit, but looking back and trying to answer that question, what's the one thing, um, quite honestly, I mean, it would still be the same answer. It would mm. be, look, everybody knows what the tools are. I mean, sure. they're all over the internet. You're bombarded with them on Facebook. Oh, yeah. some, are, some are good. Some probably aren't. You've got to apply some common sense to where you're going to put your money, where you're going to put your time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but, but then creating a, I say foolproof, right? Nothing's foolproof. Sure. But creating a system as close to foolproof as possible. Mm. Uh, Zillow, for example, I'll, I'll use that, okay? Because sure. everybody knows Zillow. Right. Um, you know, we, we have a hefty spend on Zillow. Um, I'm embarrassed to even say what the heck it is. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but we grew our business without Zillow. I just got into Zillow like three years ago. Mm. But even then, we sucked at it. Right. And in fact, a manager came to me one day and he goes, we're going to drop our Zillow spend. I'm like, all right, yeah, no problem. And I went in my office and I thought, well, they're on the New York Stock Exchange and mm-hmm. we're nobody. So maybe we have to look at us. Maybe we have to look at what we're doing uh, and we did I called the guy back like an hour later I said don't drop the spend let's chat let's dive into it and we created this we created a system the best we could possibly create
0: okay. and
1: uh, within a year we were hitting 10% conversion and now as I said um, we spend a lot of money on, on Zillow it's about 25% of our business
0: okay but you, you look at the process of what you went through and again not just picking every single shiny object and anything that's new or exciting but you're dialing it into the fundamentals that are working for you your structure and your actual business itself but then I agree with that. Taking a look at it from that that open eye, the unbiased source, and saying how can we really make this as consistent as possible? Yeah. Not just it pop real quick and then drift away. And and but that's a mindset. That's a process that you have to have as a leader, yeah. if it, you're an individual or a team. Um, but that's great advice all the way through and through. And and you know certain things come and go. Markets change. Consumers change. But You got to be able to adapt and understand that. But I would agree with you. I think 15 lead sources, that's pretty crazy, uh, you know, but really honing in and mastering your craft and then mastering it again and mastering it again, but do it in the right ways. And, and there are a lot of professionals out there that try to leapfrog or they look for the silver bullet or that quick fix. Yeah. And there is no such thing. There is no um, elevator to success. You got to take the stairs.
1: Well, and there's not sustainability in it either, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if, like, let's just say, I mean, you open a brand new company, you just go spend all kinds of money on Zillow and you get all these leads, but is that sustainable? Because what if Zillow's platform changes, right? Well, mm-hmm. if, to me, sustainability is fundamental, like a, like a house, right? Like, like building a house, that foundation of your business. Mm-hmm. So these times that we're in right now, you know, right. I know how strong our foundation is, sure. right? I know that we can start to, we can get rid of some things and still be fine because we mm-hmm. have many past clients that we've taken very good care of. Right. You know? um, so I just think it, you know human nature to me is a very interesting thing because I think that it is uh, it, it's it's got duality, right? It, it mm-hmm. can help you uh, and it can harm you. And I because you mentioned a word earlier that I really like, um, and for me I relate it back to human nature, which okay. is you've got to be able to make decisions without bias. Yeah. What you mm-hmm. think doesn't mean jack shit
0: sure sure nothing
1: what what the market is going to respond to is really all that matters and Too often I think that people you know they're emotional right they get Mm -hmm. emotional inside of these business decisions and uh, you know honestly I feel like that doesn't serve you well unless it's emotion for people you know I always say I leave business with my heart and it's cost me money Mm -hmm. and I'm totally fine with it
0: right right never cost me any sleep sure And that, that to me, your time and and your, your moral compass and, and ethics, that's, that's invaluable. I mean, you, you have to look at it from that standpoint and, you know, testing things out there, nothing's perfect. You're, you're going to fall forward in some instances, but there's certain things that you find on the foundations of the people you surround yourself with and the thought process that you have to come to the conclusion of the decisions you make. And John, but I think that that is really good dialogue for people to dive into and really evaluate their lives and their businesses and how they're making their decisions. And uh, I get the emotional side and, but at the end of the day, it's about, it's not about us, right? It's about our clients and it's about our communities and our team, but you have to kind of take yourself out of the equation. I I say that so many times. I love the fact that you echoed that in through this uh, particular podcast is, you know, when you're putting it out there to the world, that's what the truth is. I mean, you and I could think this is the best thing in the world. As soon as it goes out to the, the, the market, let them give you the feedback, okay, yeah. understand, and then try to make it better and do it again and again and again and again. Yeah. You've got to stay in the box, right? I mean, you've got to
1: keep refining that. It's like Zillow, mm-hmm. you know, and again, I, I, it's not a plug for Zillow. I wish no. I, <laughs> I wish I owned them. But take <laughs> any source, right? Open houses. To me, open houses are, well, I, I think they're one of the greatest things that exist in our industry. Sure. On the day that I just announced, we were canceling, like we had 11 open houses here in a couple of days coming up. Mm-hmm. So that was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but use, again, any lead source, right? Sure. You still have to continue to, to grow. You have to learn. You have to refine mm-hmm. all the time. There's nothing that you're just going to set and forget. Yep. You've got to dive into it. And, and to do that, you've got to track it. And tracking mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just honestly, like it sucks. Nobody wants to do that. It's not fun. <laughs> you know? But it's important. And, and I yeah. think right now, actually, with what's going on you know, in our world, um, to be able to look at a business and and understand hey if you, if if, and and this could be everybody right now I and mean, people sure. might need to look at shedding cost mm-hmm. right well you okay. better be able to do it first uh without disrupting your people
0: mm-hmm. agreed
1: especially right now right yep. um but i think the truth is we don't know where we're going and, and if you're if you don't have anything at all to to reflect back on numbers wise you're not mm-hmm. going to know where your compass is going to take you and i think that's a little bit scary for people you know and so uh it's uh It's fun times man it's it's, uh, uh, it's something else,
0: John, but you know I mean the, everything is cyclical, and there's ups and downs and ebbs and flows and and uh, but the solid foundations, as you said they're the ones who are there, and, and that's what everybody needs to strive for and reflect to and again listening listening or watching you know professionals like you that hit that higher standards that understand these things i mean it's been done this is nothing that's yeah. brand new so just do the work, put the time in and then learn from greatness. Like we're talking to here with John. I started,
1: in, I started in 2008. I didn't have a penny to my name. Uh, I mean, I was, I was focused on how can I eat. Sure. Right. Um, I was eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every freaking day, and yeah. feeding the crust to the dog. Yeah. So this is this, I, I'm built for this. You know, my childhood yeah. built me for this. Um, it doesn't mean that it's, uh, that, I shared this with my team, right? Because my team's like, man, you, you seem totally fine. I'm like, well, I am. That's my job to be totally fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also need to be sensitive to the people that maybe aren't totally fine. And I think that that's one of the things that, uh, you know, no matter what the circumstances, you've got to have a positive mindset. Uh, mm-hmm. As I said earlier, you've got to wake up every day ready to make it the best day of your life. Yep. And, uh, and just keep pushing through uh, because you're right. We've been through, we've been through many things and uh, everything's going to be okay.
0: I love that. And that message rings through to everybody out there who's watching and listening. So, John, I want, to, um, I want to shift gears into the tricky part of this particular interview and series, and it ends up being the challenge question. So, I let every Titan know, you know, kind of leading into it, we all have challenges and struggles in our lives, whether it's personal or professional. No one's exempt. Whether it's in the past, we're dealing with it now, like so many of us are dealing with challenges now, um, or we haven't yet, and it's into the future. But I'm a firm believer it's not so much what happens, but what we learn and what we can grow and respond that really makes a difference. And not to downplay pain or sorrow or frustration, sure. but um, John, if you could share uh, a challenge or two that you dealt with uh, personally or professionally that you became stronger because of it, that you really learned from, what's that look like for you? Oh man uh, first of all, you know, everybody has challenges in life
1: Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I've shared my personal story on, uh, on the stage a few times, not many, Uh, I've shared it inside of our church a few times, not many. Um, and, and so often people say to me, and, and, and and this is important. So catch this, Mm -hmm. um, everybody, whatever somebody's, whatever Greg's biggest challenge or biggest level of pain was, Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't compared to mine on, on, on that level. Right. It's still, it's still Greg's biggest. Correct. Right. And so everybody has that one big thing or those two big things or those three or four big things, you know? And I think that just keeps me really compassionate towards people. You know, Mm -hmm. I am hugging everybody everywhere I go. Rather, I really like, if I see you, I'm hugging you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, that's just how I am. Um, so you know, I would say this though: you've got to embrace all the stuff that happens to you as well. You know, mm-hmm. so many times people talk us, tell us, well, oh, for, just forget about it." No, because it's not going to go away. Mm-hmm. You've got to you've got to look at it. You've got to learn from it, uh, and you've got to embrace it. Um, I grew up in a in a, a crazy childhood. I had a crazy household. Um, my uh, I was molested by my mother. Um, uh, later to find her she had committed suicide and I found her Um, Uh, my dad became an alcoholic he became very abusive and then at the same time he provided a great uh, life for me right uh, I mean I had all the toys I had a motorcycle I had a pool I had a basketball court like he facilitated all of those things and at the same time was told me I would never amount to anything right so uh, maybe that's my why is to show that I will amount to something okay Um, but I just think like, okay, so I rattle that off real quickly, right? Because mm-hmm. then I don't get super emotional. No, I get, uh, I get it, I totally. And agree. I share it for the purpose of not. I don't want any pity. Right. Uh, in fact, I'm glad all that shit happened because mm-hmm. it's made me who I am. Right. You know, and I think that's to answer your question. We've got to embrace the things that we've been through. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got to learn from that. We've got to look at them uh, to to really grow from them. And I and I uh, I suppressed that for a long time. Hmm. You know, I did I did that through alcoholism. Um, thank God I never got into drugs because I'd try to jump off a frigging roof somewhere. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I suppressed that for a long time, and then I did this one thing uh, hmm. that changed my life, and it's called surrender. Okay. You know, and. Uh, 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 a story worth sharing. I, mm-hmm. I, was, uh, I was at home. I was watching ESPN as I did every single morning, getting ready to go to work. I had just played in a hockey tournament. I was extremely hungover, over uh, and an episode came on ESPN about a gentleman named Todd Crandall. Hmm. And a uh, shout out to Todd Crandall. If you have not seen him, Google him, hmm. uh, Racing for Recovery. Great man. He's wow. changing a lot of lives, changing my life. Hmm. And uh, I'm watching this episode and it's a reflection of me he was a goalie in hockey, his mother committed suicide. I mean, the parallels were just unreal. Wow. And I had just now, so I said earlier, right. When you're looking, you will find, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and I was just at that point I was done. I just wanted to surrender. You know, mm. I just wanted to, to be done with, the fight that I was in of trying to trying to control all of these feelings that I had been harboring for so long. Wow! And uh, I sent an email to this guy by googling him. I mean, honestly, I didn't freaking know how to email at that point. Like, I just got into real estate, uh, and you don't email a lot when you train horses. Well, they probably do nowadays. But, <laughs> sure. Um, I was driving to work and I get a phone call from a four one nine area code, hmm. and uh, it was Todd. Wow! And I sent him this email, and uh, I mean, I remember specifically what it said. Hmm. And he called and, uh, about a year later, he was the best man in my wedding.
0: Unreal. So, yeah. Unreal. So,
1: you know, it's just, uh, and, and still, you know, to this day, 15 days or 15 years, well, I guess 11 years later, hmm. you know, still looking at all of this stuff and trying to be a better person each and every day, uh, because, uh, uh it's a nonstop, uh, it's nonstop work, man.
0: Hmm. Uh, and, and John, I, I just, the, there's so much that you shared there and I want to thank you first and foremost for, for sharing. It's not easy to do, but the, the fact that you initially stated, uh, which I absolutely love is that everything that each one of us are dealing with is the highest version of what our pain is and what mm-hmm. we've dealt with in our lives. And, and I, I love the fact that you were showing respect to everyone in so many variations, uh, the things that you had just mentioned, I mean, those are real serious things and, and and again, those, there's so many people who are watching or listening that I know that that touched them very specifically because so many of us go through a lot of the same struggles. Um, but not all of us come out with that necessary positive outcome like you did. And, and I, I guess the goal is to anybody who's watching or listening, if any of that touched you, just look at John and, and see what he's accomplished and done and, and know that that didn't slow him. He kept moving and, and, and look at what you've done with your life and what you're doing and the impact that you're having on everybody around you. I mean, this is just beautiful stuff. And that's one of my favorite portions of this is really just, you know, you, you can't really see the light without the dark, the good without the bad. And I, I really think that that just evolves through everybody's lives. But the message is keep going forward, have that positive mentality. It's not easy. We're not downplaying it. But at the end of the day, you have a choice. And John, I love your choices. What, what you were doing and what you've done is incredible, my friend. So it's inspiring. I, I, love, I love most of my
1: choices. My wife would tell you she loves most of my choices.
0: Oh, good woman. Good woman. But,
1: you know, every day it's just, uh, you know, how do we improve? How do we get better? How do we become the best version of ourselves? And I think mm-hmm. too much in business, you know, whether it's real estate or business in general. Um, so, so much of, us, uh, of society tells us that, uh, you know, get rich, drive a fancy car, get mm-hmm. a fresh watch. And there's nothing wrong with those things. Right. right. But they will certainly not fulfill you. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not provide you with true contentment. And, and so I think inside of that, you know, you, you used the word earlier, you know, truth, right? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm very, you know, I'll jump on and go live in, in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything to hide. I know who I am. I know who I'm not. I'm okay with all of it. I got a crooked mouth, a bald head. I don't give a shit. Uh. I'm very content in who I am. It doesn't make me perfect by any means, right. um, but it just, uh, I, you know, I sleep pretty good at night and mm. uh, I'm blessed by the Lord to to have an amazing wife that trust me. Like mm. the Lord delivered her to me wow. once I met Todd Crandall and let and you know, uh, let go of control like and just kind of surrendered uh to uh to trying to be to trying to get better you know i think right. uh when i look back at that email that i sent him and i think about those words that i used inside of that email it breaks my heart hmm. to know that i was feeling that way right um, but i'm also very proud of myself and i use that word proud very um Um, I try to be very specific when I use it because Mm think pride can be a bad thing. Right. Right. It can be good. Um, But I'm proud of myself in the moment that I surrendered and that I was so vulnerable to say the words that I said to him Mm -hmm. uh, to get that damn phone to ring, you know, because that 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 day changed uh, not just my life, but uh, a whole lot of lives.
0: It's unreal well and truly because everybody's lives that you've affected into the future past that point true right into today So it's just it's that uh, the dominoes or the, the ripple effect We just don't know how far that's gonna go and and John I'm, I'm glad I, I can just say it right here and there and anybody knows you, loves you respects you they agree hundred uh, percent I do want to shift gears on this one to a slightly softer question here But um, this is actually one of my favorites and this is a travel back in time question. So uh, at the end of the day obviously we don't want to travel back and change anything. Cause as you said earlier, no. everything you went through made you who you are. So it's not necessarily to go back and change any of that, but if you could look back and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, oh. any age range, any time frame, what would you say to your younger self? So easy. It's such okay. an easy
1: question, man. Hmm. I tell you what, I met the Lord six, six, seven years ago. Hmm. Um, and uh, I grew up, I didn't have any, you know, I went to church with my grandma a few times. Right. And of course sure. I, kicked and screamed the way, all the way there. Um, (laughs) but I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. And, uh, Hmm. it's such an easy question. Um, Hmm. and it's just right here because, um, it sets you free, Hmm. you know, to, to, uh, to know that you are truly loved, um, Hmm. unconditionally, you know, it's such an amazing thing. I mean, think about it. That's what you're all striving for right we just talk sure. about ours and all this other shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i know people say well how can you swear and talk about jesus well i'm not a preacher i mean <laughs> right. not yet right? that's right? fair that's fair oh. <laughs> so, but um you know i just uh I'm, I'm i'm passionate as i said and when i get fired up i get rock and rolling mm-hmm. but uh i uh i was invited to a men's retreat at uh what is now my church at the time it wasn't mm-hmm. um i mean my children were baptized and i sat there and didn't really even understand it wow you know, because my wife, uh, uh facilitated that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, uh, I got invited to a men's retreat. I'm like, nah, I don't want to go to that. I'm good. I'm making some money. Everything's good. You know, I'm right. married. Everything's good. And then somebody else invited me to the same retreat. And I was like, Hmm, this could be good for business. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Being yeah. Selfish. Um, and I tell you what I cried for, for two days straight. I mean, I cried for two days wow, straight. I'm not even kidding. And, uh, you know, I met the Lord. Hmm. and uh, and and the presence of the Holy Spirit and it was just so powerful to be able to go to the altar and forgive my mom Hmm. and to forgive my dad and obviously my mother's passed right Uh, to be able to forgive her was huge Hmm. Uh, to be able to forgive my dad was even more important because he's still alive Wow. and uh, you know the Lord will work in mighty ways Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, as I said, was a, was a, I mean, a hardcore alcoholic for a long time and uh, so much to the point uh, that he ended up almost dying. And i will share this story and look, why would I share this story? Well, because it matters, right? Mm-hmm. Because he came out the other side in God's glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on a ventilator for, for two weeks and um, I'll never forget, I was driving to visit him. Mm-hmm. He ended up in a coma. He was on a ventilator for two weeks. He, I mean, he damn near died. Wow. And at that time I had zero relationship with him. I mm. mean, I didn't like him. Right. Sure. I mean, he, he, he was very, um, mentally verbally, he was abusive, you yeah. know, uh, because he was hurting mm. so much. He had never forgiven uh, my mom, which means he had probably never forgiven himself. Right. And, uh, and I was driving to the hospital to visit him and a, a friend, past client who turned into a friend called me and he said, Johnny, calls me Johnny. Mm. Uh, he said, Johnny, I just, uh, we we uh, pulled the tube on your dad and and we had to re-intubate him. I don't think he's going to make it. Huh. And I did a U-turn. I drove to the chapel where I experienced uh, God's glory. And I mean, I hit my knees so hard, they scabbed, I'm sure. Wow. And I just said to God, I said, you know, bring him back and I will bring him to you. Hmm. And... Two weeks later, uh, he was off the ventilator, uh, and then they moved him in with me, which was very interesting. Okay, Uh, with with our family, he lived with, and I will tell you what: uh, washing the feet of a man that uh, you've hated for many years is not easy to do. I couldn't do it without the glory of God. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I read in Proverbs every night. Um, Mm -hmm. Some days he was open to it, some days he wasn't, Mm -hmm. but that foundation is so important. And uh, about a year and a half later, I dropped him off at the men's retreat mm. and he's been sober since uh, he wow. ended up on the pastoral committee. He was a lunch liaison at the school. Uh, he's involved in uh, our children's lives and he wasn't really before. And so wow. it's just a testament to, you know, and here's the thing, like death isn't enough, right? Because mm. after he had gone through this whole thing and he was starting to get back on his feet and move around, I was coming downstairs and he's drinking, getting ready to drink out of a bottle of wine. Hmm. So death wasn't enough. Wow. But God's grace was. And, and so just, that's an easy question, man. I would just be in the Lord so much sooner wow. than I, you know, than I was, but I wouldn't what,
0: change. What a beautiful message though, John. I mean, and that's just a, a big shout out to everybody who's watching and listening to this. I know that you're touching the the hearts and the, and spirits of, of so many people. And this is just a beautiful, beautiful message. And again. Anybody who needs to hear that, and I don't want to throw you under the bus per se, though, John, but I mean, if anybody really wants to talk to you, there's so many different ways that they can reach out and, and have conversations, communicate. I mean, I know you're a super busy guy, but, you know, just like you reaching out to someone, I mean, I think everybody should reach up. And, you know, we have to reciprocate and reach back down. and, and I love that. So I think that that would be really cool. I mean. Again, at your own time frame. I mean, if anybody blows no, up I, his I DMs, I'm sorry.
1: I love that. I think it's we talk about that on our team, right? I mean, it's important to to if you need help, reach up. Like if you don't ask for it, people don't know. Right uh, and And if you're rocking and rolling, well, the best way to stay in that zone is to reach down and help others and so I think that's well super important and and anybody can reach out to me anytime. I mean, I just put a post up a couple of days ago um about you know suicide because I know mm-hmm. it I lived right. it right um and and with all of these things going on in our world today um I think it's it's easy to forget that mm-hmm. um, you know how i I feel is different than how other people feel and so literally, I put a post out that if anybody just wanted to talk mm-hmm. um you know if they're feeling anxiety, if they're sad, if they're, uh, you know, worse, call yeah. me, DM me like hundred percent. I, I think wow. that that's our job as uh, as human beings. Love
0: it. John, a heart of gold. I mean, and that's <laughs> an understatement with this man here, everybody. This is fantastic. John, I want to, uh, I want to move on to the next question. This is, uh, we're almost there. We got a couple left, but uh, this one in particular is a secondary crowd pleaser. Everybody also wants to learn how the Titans are feeding their minds. Now, Again, I read you loud and clear with, you know, reading and spelling, everything along those lines, and, and, and I get it in retention. I mean, it's just stuff. You guys are doing so many things all at once. You're learning so many different facets of your business, and, uh, but everybody does want to know how the Titans are learning, and they're growing mentally. So whether it is books, podcast, influencers, if you're going to conferences, I mean, having masterminds, how are you feeding your mind, John?
1: No, it's a great question, and I, and I will say this. I think that, you know, information is so readily available right now. Mm-hmm. Right, it's kind of like lead sources. You know, when I started real estate, I had to figure out, okay, what what's a lead source? How do I get? <laughs> that? How does that happen? And, now, and and now they're everywhere. And information is everywhere. I mean, just Google that shit. You know, I mean, yeah. it's everywhere. Um, so I really believe that the fastest way um, to 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 get that information going is to work on yourself first. Hmm. You know, uh, is to to be um, cognizant of self growth because I think if you grow personally, you're automatically going to grow professionally. Um, So honestly, I don't watch podcasts. I watch yours, of course.
0: Oh, thanks, John. (laughs) No,
1: I just, uh, it's information overload sometimes, you know, and it's interesting because a few months back, I went through, I'm no different than anyone, right? I got my phone all the time with me and I'm on social media like crazy. Um, But then I started to think like, there's so much information now that mm-hmm. I need to just start getting rid of some so that I can focus on one or two again, kind of well like the
0: Yeah,
1: And uh, it's been interesting to do that. And I'll, I'll share just an example of what do I mean by that? Yeah. Keith Evans, um, who has become a good friend of mine, ex-Super Bowl champion. Um, hmm. he, uh, just a great guy. And so I follow him closely, right? Because I believe in his heart. And so I okay. believe in his message. Um, now that's totally unrelated to real estate. Sure. And then on the other hand, I've got my personal coach and friend, John Shepleck, right? Mm. Which is, well, it's not just all real estate either. Because our first 12 coaching calls, I cried every freaking call. Wow. I said, I got to break up with you for a while, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but inside of that, you know, for, for him to help me grow professionally, mm. he first had to help me grow personally. Mm. And so I think on a personal level it is, is super important. Uh, because hey, here's the other thing, man, you might go find the magic trick but when you get there, it doesn't mean you're going to be happy. Sure. You know, and so really searching for that foundational growth that will sustain you through whatever comes along. Mm. Um, with that said, I think that any informational book that you can really just like that lead source that you can pull mm-hmm. yourself into and take something out of, I don't go to conferences anymore. Um, I, I used to go, I used to go to, to some real estate conferences and I really mm-hmm. got involved in coaching, um, to, to learn how to run the business, not really to learn how to sell because selling shit's easy. Sure. And it is right. um, because you don't have to sell. You just have to serve people.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and if you do that from your heart. It's, it's not that difficult. Right. Um, so unfortunately I don't have that book that you guys can go read. That's going to make you uh, <laughs> super successful. But what I would say to anyone listening is that you already know
0: hmm.
1: information's everywhere. Now you have to apply it. Right. Uh, that's on you. That's not on the book. Uh, that's not on the lead source. That's on you guys. And that just comes from, man, you've got to be a uh, relentless um, work ethic and you've got to be relentless in, uh, in outworking everybody else. I mean, yeah. it really just comes down to that because it's not about how, how smart uh, you are. That's not, I mean, that's great, but sure. to, you don't have to be a genius. I've proven that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right here, everybody. This is a right proven here. source. But but no, John, I, I mean, the, the continual message throughout this particular episode is, you know, obviously building the foundations all the way throughout your life, business, personally, spiritually, health-wise, all that. I mean, that is such huge advice. But then talking about the massive amounts of consistent action, that's it. I mean, you could read a million books and apply yeah. nothing, you know, as as opposed to reading one and then actually applying you're gonna have massive amounts of results because you actually took the steps.
1: Yeah. Instead so. of telling people that you've read 15 books, why don't you tell somebody you read one book 15 times? Beautiful. Because literally um, the the book that Gary Keller wrote, I don't even remember the name of the damn thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Millionaire Real Estate Agent or something yep. like that. I don't I know. know. Um, I mean, there I've read three books in my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's one. Uh, Karen Trainer to the Trotter and Pacer is number two. And I read okay. both of those Many, many times. Mm. And then an Old Yeller because I had to in six Ah,
0: uh, good man, good man.
1: <laughs> now, I'm still reading this one and I probably will never stop. But um, uh, mm. I, I certainly haven't uh, gotten through that as a whole book yet. But that's my uh-huh. point is instead of reading 15 books and just rattling off, oh, yeah, I read 15 books, I'm going to read the next one. So what? Yeah. You're not getting something from that that you can apply. Um, so I would say read one book and I don't know that you have to read it 15 times. But the point is to yeah. really you know, understand it. Uh, so that you can mm-hmm. darn near rewrite the thing. And speaking of writing, you know, you asked me earlier, is there anything I'm going to plug? And it's like, no, but I still have that, that burning desire to, to write a book, you know, and a mm-hmm. book to, to help just people of abuse, people that, that uh, need forgiveness, people that need wow. God in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when that'll be, I don't know, I guess uh, when the, when the Lord leads that, you know, uh, well, I've John, just, uh, yeah. well, I was, was going to say, about yeah. it.
0: When you do that, John, please let me know. And I would love <laughs> to share that with the world, anybody that I can. Cause I, I, if that's, if that book has a fraction of what we've been covering just over this short time period, it's going to be absolutely incredible. There's no oh, doubt in my mind you. for thank sure. You. But I know uh, I people. yeah, no, but, but when it comes down to it though, John, I mean, I, I love your thought process and everything that you're breaking down. And again, that's there's so many true statements into there and there's so many wise words, but just really listen to what he's saying. Watch, watch John and, and so many of the others who are really doing it to the highest of standards. And there's not one size fits all. There's so many different ways to conduct a life and a business, but there's so much in here that we could all apply. It's not even funny. Yeah.
1: You know, one of the biggest things we talk about with people on our team is, you know, money is a vehicle, right? I mean, look, I'm not saying any of those things are bad. Um, sure. I'm, I'm standing in a nice house looking at a lake that I always yeah. dreamed of living on. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so none of those things are bad, but I will mm-hmm. tell you there's a time that I lived on this lake and I wasn't uh, as fulfilled and content as I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not because of money. Uh, so, you know, it's just uh, well.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, you said it right, John. I mean, that, that's through and through all the way. And, and again, it's and it's not the fact that money is a bad thing. It's The more we make, the more we can give, the more we can serve. And you know that that is a fundamental, but that's not the reason. That's not the driving force. And, and making yourself happy and making sure that you're passionate about what you're doing, if you really truly are, the money will, will come. It'll the money will there.
1: take care of itself. The money will take care of I always tell these guys, all you got to do is work hard, serve people from your heart, love what you do. The money will automatically take care of itself, and mm. and you know, it uh, it just is. And I think that that is relative to right now. You know, with yeah. everything that's going on um, in in our world with this uh, coronavirus, is that mm. you're seeing some people um, panicking a little bit in our sure. industry, uh, and they're they're continuing to send a message of sales mm-hmm. as opposed to compassion. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, I think that's where we all need to be right now is in a mode of uh, instead of trying to sell try to just go back to serving. You know, we pulled, we just pulled all of our billboards. Um, sure. Not that we have like 20 of them, but we have a good sure. number. We pulled all of them because they had a marketing message on them mm. and we went back and we all, uh, we just put up a core, our, one of our core values, which is love, serve and care. Mm. Uh, no phone number, no call to action. Um, yeah. Just a voice that uh, we all need to be aware of. And, you know, in these times,
0: you know, John, and as you're saying that my, my thought process went to, in a, in a perfect world. And, and maybe anybody who's watching or listening to this can really take this to heart is we should just always be from that mentality and never from the sales side. Yeah, And you know what I mean? And, and it shouldn't have to take something like this for us to reflect and look, but I know that it does. Most of us are, um, reactive and not necessarily proactive and we get wrapped up in our lives and our worlds and obviously yeah. hitting KPIs and doing numbers and beating yeah. out goals from last year. I mean, we're all very motivated and driven. Um, but I think that that message is, is it just, it was super clear as you were saying that I said, you know, we should always just be focusing on that no matter what the circumstances are. And yeah, I just think that's a beautiful message.
1: No, a hundred percent. And you know, it's interesting because, you know, I stand here, I'm, I'm in my home office, our yeah. bedroom, sure. um, you know, and I think about just all of the, all of the effort and time and love that we put into uh, everything in our marketplace and, and I got to make sure that I continue to bring that home with me mm-hmm. too right and mm-hmm. uh, so it's uh, it's I, I just uh I'm glad that I'm standing here because it's reiterating that
0: mm-hmm. too I love it this is a beautiful conversation John and I almost I don't want it to come to an end but it is at the last question at the end of the day um you know this has just been a beautiful ride a wonderful conversation and I just been blessed to have you in my life even for this time frame and I know that everybody yeah. out there is feeling this as well but this last question is the quote or mantra that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for you, John?
1: Oh shoot. I'm just laughing because like, I don't have an answer to any of these questions. No, this is
0: great. This is great. This is real. That's the point. I,
1: I, like who needs that shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who needs that? Um, I don't have that. Um, the quote, I don't have the mantra. I don't have, hmm. um, I, I, uh, I just know that if I wake up every day and I do the best I can do, it's good enough,
0: Hmm.
1: you know? And, and, and I think that, uh, you can't sell yourself short on good enough though either. Right. Right, You can't put in 80% of the effort and say, Oh, that was good enough because no, it wasn't correct. You know? And I think that, uh, I mean, just in general, I think society as a whole needs to step up. Hmm. Right. Um, if you want to be a Titan, if you want to be a pro, You know, I think about athletes, Um, you know, people, people look at successful people like me, for example, right. I'm on Mm -hmm. billboards. I don't want to be on a damn billboard. (laughs) It's part of the gig. Look at that and go, Oh yeah. Overnight sensation. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't see when I was eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Right. And, uh, and so I think that's the message is that, uh, everything, you know, anything is available for, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got to be willing to put in the work, and you've got to be relentless. Um, right. you know, I always think about when my wife and I, uh, when when we were just married, you know, early in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, literally, I was like, I was trying to pay. I had a an apartment. Well, it was a house. I was paying eight hundred dollars a month for, mm-hmm. and I got a roommate to pay half. I mean, I was paying spending four hundred dollars a month and had right. no money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to go from there to here, mm-hmm. you know, is is certainly an amazing journey. Uh, Something that I never, I didn't set out to have um, our own brand and our own building and 35 people on our team. I just did the right thing and I worked my tail off and the Lord's blessed me. And I still got a lot to do. I got a lot to do.
0: Huh. I would agree with that 100% John and I think that uh, you know at the end of the day you reap what you sow and and, and look what's in your life and it, it, that's really really important to take away and on the hockey note I mean something popped up into my mind with uh, Wayne Gretzky and you you know you miss 100% of the shots yep. you don't take and yep. um, I, I think I stop
1: kind of... 100% of the shots you take
0: oh there <laughs> you go <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's working, but you know what I mean, John. I mean, I just your your messaging is very clear and it's very concise, and I, I love the love what it represents out there, not just to entrepreneurs and not just to business professionals, but true real estate professionals. So um, I can't thank you enough for for taking the time to do this. And and John, I know you're a super busy guy, but uh, I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you are an official real estate titan, my friend. So I have to tell you that it's an official thing. Uh, but yeah, and everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support out there. Um, I really, really do appreciate it. And again, if you like what we're doing here, don't forget to like our page and subscribe and uh, really engage with the community and, and give your thoughts into there. I have to give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Bolt Media. So if you are looking to accelerate and grow your business on a digital standpoint, please take a look at lionboltmedia.com. We are live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next But I'll live. be back. Yes, that, that'll, be, that'll be John 2.0. And John, it'd be an honor. It'd be an absolute honor to have you back, my friend. Uh, it was just incredible. But uh, John, I will catch you soon. And everybody out there, I'll catch you soon. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk. God again. bless you. Thank you, Bear. Yeah, bye.